0: and I fantasize about doing this, and to be honest, I would give this advice, but I'm too chicken to actually do it myself, and I do that all the time. I give my friends advice that I would never actually follow through with myself because I'm too chicken. I'm sure we've all sort of been there at some point, unless you're one of those people. Are you the hillbilly? I want something sexy. That's L I Q U O R. Don't get it twisted. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Kitty Liquor. That's L I Q U O R. Don't get it twisted. I'm your host, Cat Wonders, and this is episode 116. What episode is this? I believe it's 116. Let me see. Yes. 116, I was right. I was 90% sure and that's never enough. Um, Okay, so (laughs) velvet, green velvet. It's very, very dark green. Uh, Sugar Thrills, this just came in the mail yesterday. Um, I also have it in pink, but this is such an adorable, it's like a tube dress. It's very, very, very mini. Um, And I love the bows on the side. And I kind of was hoping they'd be more like up top. I think I could fix that though. There just needs to be like one extra stitch and then the bows will stay. (laughs) It's very like 1950s, but maybe not. I don't know what I'm talking about. I love that era, but uh, I, I kind of tend to mix up like the 40s, 50s. Not so much the 60s. That's when kind of things started to get like hippie-ish. Speaking of the 60s, just segueing into something completely different. My studio is, okay, this is what's done already. It's painted, (laughs) drywalled, painted. The electrical is in. The bathroom floor is in. Tomorrow, the carpet in the main room is going to be installed. And I'm like at the point where I'm actually ordering decor and it's so, I just can't believe that it's finally happening. Um, And I'm kind of freaking out because um, interior design is not my forte. It's like I can look at inspiration and make something look like a photo. But when I can't find that exact thing, like from the photo or something close, I'm like, what do I do I also want to put up some curtains and I'm like what color do I choose I have to like look up inspiration online which is I think a lot of designers do that anyway like pull up inspo but I want it to be this is the vibe I'm kind of going for I'm not going to give away anything yet I might do a little walkthrough update for you guys and kind of put together a little just to keep you on board with what's going on Um, and I've kind of been afraid to do that I don't know why it's like easy and I'm sure you guys are curious Um, but I just find that if you see it now with just paint you're going to be like what the hell is going on because it's very different but you have to be able to see the vision and I can see the vision just because I have the photos in my head and the decor is going to make the space right now if you look at it it looks insane and now you're extra curious. So maybe I'll film a little studio progress video to share, just so that you guys can kind of like come along the journey with me. I'm also choosing different wallpapers. And the segue from the 60s to my studio is that I really want a retro vibe in there. Um, and I found this website called, I think it's called Wall, Wallflowers. Happy wall something. Anyway, they have a ton of really, really unique and interesting wallpaper patterns. But if you type in like 60s retro, amazing stuff. And I I have this one wallpaper that I love that I have to be I'm like, oh it's so out there. It's so groovy that I <laughs> I'm just not sure if it's going to be the right move. It is peel and stick and I believe it's removable. So it's not like traditional paste wallpaper. Something's clicking and I'm driving me crazy. Oh, there we go. Um, So I can, I can probably take it off. This is peel and stick, this wallpaper, and it rips the freaking paint right off. (laughs) So um, I think I have to be willing to keep it up there for a long time. But it's very exciting. And I keep on trying to visualize like, okay, if I have that up on the wall, what is that going to look like with the decor? Because the, the thing is like, I'm going for kind of more of a boho vibe, like deserty type, 60s retro, almost like imagine like Palm Springs type vibe. Type vibe. And that's, this retro wallpaper is not at all part of the theme, but I love it. It's beautiful. And I had a friend one time that told me, she was buying like these bright purple cushions for her couch in her living room but her decor was like not it like not anything to do with purple or and she's like no I just really like them I'm like are they gonna go in your space she's like I don't care I just liked looking at them that's kind of that's what I like and I was like oh that's interesting that you're not like focused on trying to keep with the theme you just bought it because you liked it and it makes you happy and you just put it in your space And I think sometimes things can get a little eclectic and crazy. I've been to some houses that are just like, there's no cohesiveness whatsoever, (laughs) which is scary for me because like, I'm maybe, I don't want to use the word OCD, but I just like, I have, I like things a certain way. And if something's off, it'll bug me. Like if I have like a bright pink cushion or even like like a liquor bottle that's like red and black or something in my space I can't have it it's gotta go in the cupboard <laughs> even if it's just out like I don't know it's kind of weird but I just think that I'm particular about decor um, and it's not really that bad when I go to other people's spaces because it gets really bad when you are in somebody else's house and you're nitpicky about that like that doesn't bother me at all but my own space that I can control I like it to look a certain way <laughs> but I also maybe have to let a little bit of that go because the part of like I watched the Tiger Belly podcast one of my favorite podcasts Um, and Bobby Lee and Kalila are the hosts of this podcast and it's in Bobby Lee's garage I believe and the way he has it decorated is like so cool it is all cohesive but it's all kind of mishmash but it's like very interesting to look at and When you're watching a podcast, say you're like this one, for example, which I'm sure probably happens to a lot, where I'm like on a tangent or or this discussion is not that interesting to me um, when I'm watching a podcast, that the things in the room are kind of like help me kind of stay on track because I'm not staring at nothing. Like I have lots going on here, but I want even kind of more going on. I want to have in my new podcast area. I want the camera to be a bit farther back. I want to incorporate more of my space in my room. It's not a huge space, but I think that I can kind of be strategic about where I'm filming, how I'm filming. You know what I mean? I'm just going to play around. I don't know what I'm doing. I just have this idea and I'm going to try to execute it. And no matter what, everything's going to be okay. (laughs) I just have to remind myself, everything's going to be okay. Christmas is around the corner. I'm freaking out because I don't know what to get my brother or my sister. I have an idea, maybe, but I can't order online anymore because it's clocks (laughs) ticking. And I'm like, okay, it's, I don't want to stress out. Everything's going to be okay. It always works out. Even when it's like down to the wire, it always works out. And if something doesn't work out, well, it's not the end of the world. I mean, it's just that my town is so small and if I had to rely on buying things here... (laughs) I'd be gifting like I don't know liquor (laughs) just liquor that's what I'd be gifting but anyway it's all good so let's get into concoctails now I saw this drink oh no how am I gonna get the hair out of my mouth with these gloves on (gasps) I think I got it check out the color of this cocktail i Sorry, it's not a cocktail. This beverage. This is uh, the brand Well. They do quite a few different types. This is a lemonade. It's a spirulina lemonade. The flavor is lemon, agave, nectar, ginger, spirulina. So it's like a lemonade. But it's blue. And it's a beautiful blue. So I thought it's kind of frosty and on theme with our Christmas cocktails. So what day is it? Ugh. Okay, so 13th. So this is going to go up on the 15th or 16th, I should say, 16th. And I can't believe that we're like, it's a 10-day countdown. No, nine-day countdown to Christmas. All I know is that I'm expecting some packages that better frickin get here. And I'm like, it's crunch time. I paid a ridiculous amount of shipping to get something here before Christmas. And I don't even know if that's gonna happen. You know how they say like, oh, shipping four to six business days. And then there's like a little bracket down below that says, due to the vid, um, certain things may be slower, take slower than usual. So they're like basically excusing the fact that they might get your package to you on time, but probably not. <sighs> so here's my idea. I'm going to use this as the base. I bought this Black Cherry White Claw Vodka Beverage. This is delicious. It is extremely flavorful, and I'm really tempted to buy the other flavors. Um, Actually, in fact, when I bought it, I didn't realize it was Black Cherry. I thought it was just like the plain vodka. It's not. Then I'm going to top it off with some of this Empress Gin because it will turn blue as well, but I want the top to be kind of more of like a deep blue, purpley blue, and then fade into. But is it gonna work out that way? We don't know. We're just gonna go with the flow. Um, I'm going to put some ice cubes in. Okay, I think I gotta take off one of my, I don't really want velvet chunks in my drink. (sighs) Off again, damn gloves. (laughs) So luckily my ice cubes fit, oops, check out my little, the glass I'm using, it's a little milk carton. I have some funky shaped glasses, that's for sure. The rest will go in our shaker, and how am I going to pour this into this little spout? I'm going to really have to um, take my sweet time. <laughs> so, I originally was going to make an eggnog cocktail today, and because I bought. I had a party the other night and luckily they left some for me, but I bought this, you know, the moonshine bought, or the, what is it called? Is the brand called moonshine? It's the liquor you can get in the mason jar. It looks like old school, like moonshine. And they were like pouring it, just just sipping it like out of shot glasses. I tried it this morning. It is so sweet that I honestly I can't do it. I can't do, I couldn't. It's pure sugar. Like, And liquor, but it's like God, it just was too much. So I went with something different. And I'm glad because this is gonna be damn good. Okay, let's do let's do one and a half ounces of this. One and half of this white claw black cherry vodka. And then I'm going to add my lemonade. How does this look, you guys? Look like the Joker? Or no, who's Two-Face from Batman? That's who. One side was like burnt and the other side wasn't. And he had like his suit was split down the middle. I'm going to try this. How much sugar is in this? pleasantly surprised it's not like overly sweet thank god every single juice or anything i buy from the store is always like way too sweet okay so let's say we added about half a bottle of that which would work out to be about 150 milliliters 160 maybe and should we add something else I don't think so. I don't think though. <laughs> what am I doing? Oh, wait a minute. I poured it in here. <laughs> it's okay because I was going to pour the ice in here anyway. So There we go. Fix that. <laughs> now I'm going to shake this with my glove on. Both gloves on. And luckily they're easy enough to get on and off. But I think it's cute. I don't know if I'd be able to pull this off for an actual Christmas party because it is so damn short. Let's hear the sleigh bells ring jingling ding ding ding, too. Come on, it's lovely, for a sleigh ride together with you. Does anybody else know the rest of the lyrics? Not me. This is always it's the temperature fluctuation and my velvet gloves. I feel I feel something happening. Yes. Gotcha. Okay, we're gonna strain this into this. Can you see it barely? So I made too much. That doesn't always happen. Now I'm going to add half an ounce of this Empress gin to add a little interest on the top of this beverage, if I can make it stay. I feel like if I just do it on this ice cube, it'll work. Let's see. It worked! And it's so pretty! Now I have this candy cane. Oh, geez, this is a lot easier than I expected. I was going to say, wait a minute. Do you think I can, do you think I can do this without breaking it? I don't know if I've ever unwrapped a candy cane, this, like a full-size candy cane and had it stick together. Oh my God, I can already feel that It's going to bust. Nope. It's not going to break, right? Just manifesting a solid candy cane. I get so excited when things work out, because I'm always like, is it gonna work out? I don't think so. But hey. Cheers. Is this festive or what? I love it. Oh, it's delicious. I swear. Like the, the lemonade is good, but the black cherry with this spirulina lemonade, excellent and this is not peppermint this is cherry flavored so it kind of works oh and i like how it's like staying on the top like i said and to be honest if you had a different color candy cane like a blue one or something that would be even better i mean this is cute this is very festive and i almost feel like i need like a little sprig of something in there too but this is definitely a win i'm not sure if you're going to be able to find this to recreate this cocktail but highly recommend and it's, like I said, low sugar, and I think it's, like, a, some type of health, wellness drink. <laughs> it's well.ca. Um, oh, wait. Wait a minute. Well.ca? Well Juicery. Okay, because there's... I think that there... Oh, no, that's, that's a different website. There's a website that has, like, all nutrition foods and things like that. And I thought it was well.ca, but... Anyway, the ingredients are filtered water, lemon juice, agave nectar, ginger juice, and spirulina. So very clean ingredients. Nothing extra. And that's why it stays in the refrigeration section. Kind of like I find them in the in the fruits and vegetable aisle. That's where I find them. Oh my goodness, it's December. And it's damn close to Christmas. And I, like I said, I'm kind of like, as I am every year, this time of year in a state of panic uh i'm also kind of organizing my family's potluck dinner for christmas so my aunt very graciously every year hosts christmas dinner at her house she has the biggest house of uh, the biggest house of all of us so it's just an such a cozy warm environment to get together in and because we've done it for so many years it's like home it's kind of like the one place that we can celebrate christmas like anywhere else would not feel the same so um last year for the first year we we did a potluck so before my aunt and uncle used to put on full Christmas dinner and then it's a bit stressful because the family keeps growing and growing and growing so it turns out that there's like a lot of us and last year um I think it was a suggestion of my cousin anyway she was like Um, how do we feel about doing a potluck? And I was like, that's actually awesome and perfect because then everybody contributes to dinner and dinner tastes even better. It's like, you know, my one cousin did this. My sister made that. I made this, like everybody compliments each other. It's just more kind of like, you know, I mean, it's, that's just how I look at it. (laughs) It's more fun and way better for my aunt and uncle because they are getting older. I mean, they're still very capable, but um, yeah, it's kind of like, it makes it, more nice and then if one specific thing is terrible then we're pretty open we'd be like that actually is gross <laughs> never made that up, which did not happen at all in fact my cousin um one of my favorite sweetest cousins he made a he made he was supposed to bring i think like an appy and then he brought a cranberry sauce but he made the cranberry sauce from scratch like he was like, yeah, I, I got a recipe. We're like, you made it. <laughs> it was so cute. Um, just somebody would not expect to make cranberry sauce from scratch. I wouldn't. I'd be like, where's the can? Or maybe buy like a little fancier version of cranberry sauce. But anyway. <laughs> Honestly, it's my was my job last year and this year to bring stuffing. And uh, I cannot make stuffing as good as stovetop. I'm not going to lie. I am making box stuffing for Christmas. But I'm also not cooking the turkey or making the gravy. And I find that if I have if I was making the turkey and the gravy, then I'd be more inclined to maybe make stuffing from scratch. But I don't have like the giblets and stuff, the juices from the turkey, you know, that kind of thing. And stovetop is like a winner. And it's super difficult to screw it up. And you can kind of keep it warm longer. Anyway, so my plan is to make stuffing and maybe an extra side dish because one of my cousins can't make it this year for christmas which it won't be the same without her but um i'm just thinking out loud here (laughs) just calming my panic by discussing what's gonna happen um for christmas dinner that you won't even be at Uh, i'm gonna fix my hair let me take off my gloves. oh I can see in the viewfinder that one half of my hair is looking much curlier than the other. So let's just pull pep this pep this look up a bit. <laughs> You're like, "Nope, it looks just the same." Well, to me it feels different. Okay. Um, are you all caught up for Christmas? I need to know. If any of you are as disorganized as me this year, <laughs> it would make me feel a lot better. Oh my gosh, look at what's going on. The color from the candy cane is now flooding the bottom of the glass. So now we got like a tricolor situation. <clears throat> and another thing is, I, okay, so I bought this sweater dress locally I was at just like a like a Christmas event and then it's like a sip and shop and so I got a bunch of stuff including some candles and things and um, the girl ahead of me was spinning it was like it's like a little spin the wheel for your discount and it was on um, the girl who owns a shop It was on her iPad and it's like a randomized thing so anybody who goes and makes a purchase they can hit the spin button and whatever it lands on the girl before me was hitting the button and freaking got fifty percent off. And everybody else was getting 15, 10, maybe 20%. I don't think anybody even got 20%. And I was like, God damn, like that was gonna be my spin. In my mind, it's the app is like it's not a randomized set of numbers. It's like it's a sequence. So there's not gonna be two 50% in a row. So I was like, god damn. And that's as high as a discount that you can get. So I get up there and <laughs> She, she had said the girl that was like the owner of the store to the girl before they got 50% off. The owner was like, oh yeah, let's see a 50. We haven't seen a 50 yet. Boom. She got a 50. So anyway, I was like, well, going up to pay and I had a hefty bill. Like I bought three things, no, five things, three kind of sweaters, including the sweater dress and then two candles. And it was expensive. Anyway, so (laughs) I go up there and I was like, what did you say to the last girl? She's like, oh, we haven't had a 50% yet, yet. And then I hit the spin button and I got 50%. (laughs) I was like, what? Yes, 50% off my purchase. So my total bill was like $250 when it would have been close to $500. So (laughs) I was like happy about that. Anyway, I have the sweater dress and my idea was to wear it for kind of my cozy Christmas dinner, like Christmas day with my family. Because Christmas party dressing is different than like what you want to wear on your family. You're going to be eating a big meal. You're going to be chilling out talking, probably like playing cards or whatever the hell we wind up doing, playing hungry, hungry hippos. (laughs) Um, Also, my cousin invented a card game. And he actually had it like professionally made and printed it's called the game of games so freaking fun but you have to be really smart so i'm I'm always afraid to play i'm like i've had a cocktail that's why i can't think straight when i'm really just super dumb when it comes to like spelling geography you name it um but it's really fun because it does kind of get you really thinking And i'm like i need to read more books (laughs) (laughs) tiktok's just not doing it for me i actually use the word tiktok often i'm not even on tiktok i freaking just it's instagram instagram or now um youtube um but i have the sweater dress and i it just it's beautiful i just think it's i don't know what it is i think it's my shoulders so i have broad shoulders and the sweater has a drop shoulder which means the seam like the neck seam or the shoulder seam come comes down here and the sleeves start down here on a normal width shoulder person shoulder width person <laughs> um it would work but because I have broader shoulders it kind of lands right here so it makes my shoulders look even broader and so I just need to get over the fact that like I just got I have to get out of my own head about it i really want to wear the sweater dress but i don't want to wear something i don't feel confident in even though it's just my family but you know there's photos you gotta look back for years to come you don't want to look like a madame trash heap <laughs> leave a comment down below if you know who i'm talking about <laughs> even though the reference is not there but it sounds right Hmm, that is excellent so not really like super christmasy flavors but i like the ice blue like look at what the ice blue look at the colors now (laughs) how do we go from this to this i believe that the color changed the spirulina color changed when it kind of like mixed with anything acidic like or no it's, it's lemonade alcohol i don't know we're gonna figure it out it's one way or another okay so what are we talking about i don't have anything scripted Um, But I feel like we should find some interesting Christmas facts. (laughs) Which means I have to take off my glove again because I can't really use my phone properly without it. Do you guys notice that some people have the loudest cough on planet Earth? Like, like a gunshot. (sighs) And I, okay, I'll just tell the story. I was out for breakfast with a friend. Like this happened three days ago. And um, the whole front of the restaurant, like we, this is where we normally go for breakfast. It's a great spot. The front of the restaurant was kind of, um, the tables were all pushed together, like for a big group. So we were kind of forced to sit in the back because I I like to sit in the front window. But anyway, not a big deal. So we're sitting at the back and I passed by a couple people that I've known locally for some time. I wouldn't say the classiest people but you know whatever the girl was has always been like kind of a loud mouth where I I don't know if it's an attention thing but just kind of unaware of her surroundings and will laugh and cackle really loud and kind of like very immature so I pass this girl and she's with another friend of hers or whatever Anyway, my friend and I would go sit in the in the corner and her, their table's next to us. And already she's like being quite loud. And whatever, we're in a restaurant. There's other things going on. There's people there, whatever. So then she lets out these two coughs. <coughs> like super, super loud. Didn't cover her mouth. And just continued talking like the person she was with. I don't know if they would eat, they even noticed. But didn't say say anything and then about 40 seconds later lets out another couple of coughs. coughs so i can hear that she's getting over a cold she's not sick but she's getting over a cold so i look at the girl that i'm having breakfast with and we're both looking at each other cuz it's so loud and obnoxious that Like, I would be mortified. I guess I have like a hypersense of awareness. Even if I'm gonna sneeze, like, I'll like stop the sneeze if I'm in public or like, you know, and and not, I don't expect everybody to be like that. Like, sometimes you just gotta cough or sneeze or that's fine. But for her, it just kept, she kept coughing. And then she did it a third time. And I'm not kidding you. I don't know if it's the acoustics in that freaking restaurant. The third time, I said to my friend, I was like, we because the place we're eating there's like a whole upstairs area i'm like we have to go to a different table like this i can't it, it was getting like cold sweats and i was like super uncomfortable and kind of like nobody saying anything and so told the server that we're gonna go sit upstairs because like w- this is not cool so we go upstairs and it's not it's not like a huge deal, right? Like I'm not making it like I'm not like oh my god, i can't believe like whatever. I just can't be sitting next to that. It's like if i'm on a flight and that's happening like the person next to me is doing that, the whole like i'll, I'll request to move just because i mean, i don't know, does that make me rude? <laughs> I'm tolerant of a lot of things like if i can understand if somebody's going through something, like if somebody's genuinely not feeling well or whatever, i get it. But the blatant like oh my god and then she wouldn't believe she says (coughs) and then like just loud obnoxious just pissed me off so bad to the point where like i'm not one to say to somebody hey tone it down like you're in a public place here this is what i wanted to say and i fantasize about doing this and to be honest i would give this advice but i'm too chicken to actually do it myself and i do that all the time i give my friends advice that i would never actually follow through with myself because i'm too chicken (laughs) But I fantasize about it. Um, no, but I'm like, I would say to her if I could. Now I'm just, like, getting it out. Like, there are other people here, and you're being extremely loud. And it's just rude. So, like, if you're going to cough, like, cough into your sleeve. Um, but, like, have some respect. Simple. i I probably be like, in real life, if I had to say it, would be like, Excuse me. I don't mean to bug you. But, um your coughing is so loud and I just have like a hard time concentrating and like if maybe when you cough like then you give them the opportunity to be rude to you you almost have to be rude first then they're not then they know that you're not pissing around you know but anyway (laughs) so we go upstairs and um can hear her coughing down there and it's still loud upstairs and I'm like fuck the people that are down there so our server comes up and uh he's like oh is everything really okay like what you guys like and I said no I said those people down there um like sh- I, sh- I shouldn't have said those people it was just that one girl it wasn't the f- person she was with I was like coughing so loud I'm like it's so rude I know the server I, like I go for breakfast there all the time and so I could I felt like I could just tell him and then uh and then my friend said something about hillbillies like oh yeah they're they're acting like a bunch of hillbillies or something and then uh, he's like those are my friends <laughs> And I was like, oh, I was like, well, basically it's just so loud. Like I I know he knew what we were talking about, because I'm sure as a server there, and you're kind of like in the customer service industry, right? It's his job to make his customers comfortable, give them what they want. But it's I could understand why he, there was nothing being said by the servers, because it's his friend. So I was like, God damn guy, I really liked you. <laughs> show me who your friends are show me who you are (laughs) no i'm just joking i still like him but it's like you know an acknowledgement be like oh i know she's my friend she's gone she's a little you know what i mean but it's like those are my friends like he was offended (laughs) i guess because my friend called them hillbillies but they kind of are and what does that even mean i guess as a canadian and we don't have like i don't know what would what is a hillbilly in america somebody who lives in the deep south in the bayou or i don't know somebody who's like just maybe living out in the forest and a hillbilly <laughs> we have those in canada too um but they're more I i don't mean to like put people into certain categories. this looks crazy i just got one glove on the whole time put people into a certain category because i'm sure that you know she's a kind human being and would do anything for you but i think If I'm going to treat myself to a nice breakfast with my friend, the last thing I want is like a cackling hag. (laughs) Um, No, just like somebody who's just ruining it for you, right? I'm sure we've all sort of been there at some point, unless you're one of those people. Are you the hillbilly? (laughs) Um, Okay, so wow, my phone is so greasy. I don't know why. It's only when it's in this light. I could probably kill all the bacteria by like holding it up in this st- my studio lighting. <laughs> all the UV just like <laughs> murdering all the uh, bacteria on my phone. Okay so I'm just going to type in something random here. Random? <laughs> I'm going to type in something random. Something random. Um, interesting Christmas so is it just me or when you're typing in google on your phone there's no autocorrect and i realize how much i need autocorrect because like when i'm typing or texting or whatever this is what i wrote in interesting christmas facts let's fix that showing interesting christmas facts okay I'm just gonna click number one here interesting christmas fact so i just pulled this up and we're gonna go through this together people have been sending christmas cards since 1843 that's not interesting next <laughs> <laughs> the christmas biggest gift ever was sent in 1865 okay it should be the biggest christmas gift ever anyway um presents are obviously one of the most one of the best parts of christmas for most people alongside Family and food, but did you know, or but do you know what the biggest present in history is? We guarantee it's bigger than you might expect. In 1865, Édouard Laboulaye de Laboulaye proposed a gift from France. Oh, okay, I don't know who wrote this <laughs> to the United States to commemorate their commitment to, to democracy and honor the latest president, Abraham Lincoln. The Statue of Liberty was officially dedicated in 1886 and has since become the iconic symbol of the United States. Was that a Christmas gift, though? In 1865, proposed a gift from France to the United States. Was it in December? Anyway, the biggest gift. I guess it didn't say Christmas. Yeah, it said Christmas. Jingle Bells was the first Christmas song in space. Also not so interesting. Next. Tinsel was originally made with real silver. Wow. One of the stars of Christmas decorations worldwide. Okay, you guys, this is I'm just going to try to get through this. This is how this is how this is. This is the sentence. One of the stars of Christmas decorations worldwide. Tinsel is well known for being sparkly and exceptionally glamorous. But did you know that tinsel was made initially with extruded silver to create the sparkly effect? That's right, real silver. It was first used in Germany centuries ago, but as silver tarnishes quickly, different metals were used over the years until we ended up with modern tinsel. This made using various forms of plastic, so it's lighter and much cheaper than using real metals this reminds me, I recently picked up a box of like antique Christmas decorations from a friend of mine who doesn't put up a tree anymore. (laughs) And she was like, Oh, yeah, I got these like vintage, like ornaments from whenever from the 60s, 70s. I was like, what? And then she brought up the box. Actually, no, I went down to the box. And I was like, Oh, my God, like the the mercury glass balls. Christmas balls with like the inset stars you know what I'm talking about oh my god I buy these I bought retro looking ornaments from the Christmas store in Banff because I love the vintage retro like I don't know I just had this affinity for like the 60s 70s and um well, it was so cool because they're so beautiful and then there was some like little handcrafted ones that were they're so 70s and um and the t- there was tinsel kind of wrapped around certain ornaments and I was like oh my mom used to use tinsel all the time on our trees and uh I just never think to use tinsel it's just too messy you know it's like too much to kind of like pull off and but it does add like a nice effect so I might you never know I might get back into tinsel um the original Christmas pudding recipe had meat in it also not interesting Santa wasn't always dressed in red. Okay, but let's read this one. This is also boring. The common myth is that Santa Claus was green before Coca Cola used their colors red for their marketing campaigns in the early 1900s. Whilst this is true to an extent, Santa was shown in red as early as the 1870s by the American cartoonist Thomas Nast. The modern day depiction of Santa. With his reddened cheeks and large stomach, his little glasses and a beaming white smile is what we can genuinely thank Coca-Cola for. We can't imagine Santa that isn't red. Another fact about Santa Claus is that the Dutch St. Nicholas and Sinterklaas initially inspired him. Wait a minute, I don't get what they're saying. So he always was red. Is that what it's saying? Okay. Santa has his own postcode. Postal code? We know that Santa has an important job every 24th of December. I thought it was the 25th. That's <laughs> true, though. The night before Christmas when all was asleep, not a creature was stirring, not even Meryl Streep. <laughs> Joking. So, yeah, it is the night before Christmas that Santa delivers the presents. It's not Christmas Day because you wake up Christmas morning. Okay. Okay. And he knows where everyone lives. He does have his naughty or nice lift at... Nice list, after all. But did you know that Santa also has his very own post postcode? While the home of Santa may be in the North Pole, Canada has a postcode reserved for children to send their letters to. Each year, Canada Post helps Santa respond to thousands of letters sent from around the world to him, with the address being Santa Claus North Pole H O H O H O. H O H O H O. I get it. Canada. So now you know where to send your letters next year. That's cool. It's postal code in Canada, by the way, not postcode. The word Xmas isn't new. Fascinating. I need to read what this is about. Given our love of shortening letters, you may assume that the word Xmas is recent is a recent in- invention, but this spelling dates back to the 1500s. Give me a of this. You might be wondering how this happened. And the explanation, is both simple and genius. In the Greek alphabet, the letter X is the Greek character of Chi, C H I, which is the first letter of the Greek name for Christ, Christos. As such, the letter X has been a common abbreviation for Christ. The Mass of Christmas uh, is from a church service, so when you put the two together, you get Xmas, which is quite literally means which quite literally means Christmas. Okay, interesting, because I thought X xmas was like removing the word christ from christmas and i thought xmas was kind of more of like a general term if you're not catholic or christian so that is kind of i did learn something neat (laughs) rudolph was a marketing creation rudolph isn't real rudolph the red-nosed ranger has become an integral part of christmas culture And we all know the story of poor Rudolph trying to fit in with Santa's other reindeer. But did you know that he was a creator, that he was created for a marketing campaign? American department store Montgomery Ward wanted to make fun coloring books to give away to children in 1939. And tasked Robert L. May to create a poem for the book. Excuse me. Our favorite reindeer, Rudolph, was born due to to this and became a cultural icon for children worldwide. Even better, the story of Rudolph is all about why we shouldn't bully others just because they look different, but instead embrace them. We can see why Rudolph has become such a beloved character. Number 10. Oh my God, thank God. Spiders are a traditional Eastern European Christmas decoration. What? <laughs> In many Eastern European countries, particularly in Ukraine, finding a spider or a spider's web in your Christmas tree is a symbol of good luck. That's because these countries have the legend of the Christmas spider, which tells what a poor poor widow lived in a small hut with her children. They found a pine cone in the summer and cared for it diligently until it became a pretty tree. Unfortunately, they couldn't afford to decorate the tree for Christmas. But upon waking upon Christmas Day, they found the tree covered in elegant cobwebs that shone gold and silver in the sunlight. And since that day the widow and her children or the widow and her children never lived in poverty again. Oh, that's kind of cute. And I do find that um, throughout the years of having real Christmas trees, I haven't had a real Christmas tree now, I think for like three years, <laughs> but growing up, the possibility of finding a critter or an insect, I shouldn't say critter, that might sound like a, like a some sort of squirrel or mouse, which has never happened to me, um, is unlikely. But like spiders, definitely. And I'll never forget. Uh, my mom had a friend over, they were making Christmas crafts. And I think it was a involving, a, it was definitely involving pine cones. And it might have been like creating like reindeer heads out of pine cones. But the pine cones that she brought were ones that she found around her yard. So she kept them outside and brought them in. There was hot glue flying. There was all sorts of other things. I do believe there were maybe reindeer heads or something like for decorations. And she brought them in. They're at the table. And every year, my mom, like, would put out different things to decorate. We were decorating cookies. We were doing chocolates. Chocolates were super fun. Or some sort of, like, Christmas craft. And anyway, before you knew it, the table was kind of covered in these tiny, tiny little bugs. And we looked closer. And they're tiny spiders. And these little tiny spiders were, had made a little winter home in these pine cones. And were emerging... (laughs) <laughs> throughout our craft session, and they had to stop everything because they just kept coming more and more and more. And of course, they were creeped out and never uh, returned to making the deer reindeer ever again. <laughs> it stopped, they stopped right away. They were like, Nope, nope, not gonna happen. They just kept crawling out, and like, you can't handle them even because they'd be all over your hands. Like, I remember there being lots so just keep in mind like just fumigate your (laughs) just fumigate your pine cones first or buy them from michael's and even then i'm sure that they're probably they've gone through a process where they're not going to be like there's not going to be bugs everywhere but yeah you might want to consider that next time one thing that we used to do traditionally um at christmas time was decorate chocolates and so you have the plastic molds And mom would have like a double boiler on the, in the middle of the table where she put like an inch or two of water. And in baby food jars, would put all of the, obviously the baby food jars were washed and empty, but put um, the little chocolate, I guess they're called, they're like little pucks or little, um, what are they called? Anyway, just little bits of colored chocolate in each one. Lots of dark chocolate, or not dark chocolate, but like milk chocolate to fill the, the molds when you're done kind of decorating. Cause the way it works is you start painting on the color in layers on the front side of the chocolate. So like the, the, so you can kind of turn the mold around see what the work you've done, add more. And then at the very end you put, you fill it with milk chocolate or white chocolate and then you put them in the freezer and then they pop out and they're these beautiful glossy like creations. And so for so many years, I remember at my Omenopa's table for Christmas time um, there'd always be there would always be like a little pile of chocolates that we'd made and to be honest I don't I never think I don't think I ever really love the taste of it because when you're a kid and you're doing chocolates you're kind of tasting as you go and those little chocolate drops or whatever they are they're basically the size of like a quarter and they're just like drops and you can get like tons of it in bulk and uh the flavor was never that great um and I remember doing it one year when, like one of the first years I lived on my own and I melted Toblerone chocolate as like the filler um and that was much better so you can like melt whatever chocolate you want like use the cheap chocolate to paint on your design but then like with the filler chocolate use maybe something a little bit more tasty Do you have chocolate traditions? Do you have Christmas traditions that you do every year? I definitely fluctuate between cookie decorating, making gingerbread. So some of my favorite cookies I ever made were gingerbread, like a dark, beautiful molasses gingerbread, kind of like firm. It's not soft, like fluffy gingerbread, like rock hard gingerbread. And then I made icing, but the icing colors were like neon. And I had probably like a dozen colors that I had made with mixing this gel food coloring in with this like royal icing. And the, the tech, like I just did everything right that year. The texture, like the consistency of the icing was great. It was like just going on, perfect drying. Anyway, um, I've never been able to recreate that <laughs> recipe. I don't know what, what happened. Um, That was like a Christmas miracle that year. But it was like I had I had at the time posting them kind of on Facebook back in the day when I used to be on Facebook. And people were like, oh, my God, I've never seen gingerbread men like this. And I was doing like funny gingerbread characters in like bikinis. And this is before Cat Wonders existed. (laughs) This is like a long time ago. And um, it was just really funny because people were like, what? But then you do like little funny gingerbread characters, like little surfer boys and like all, I had like three different shades for hair color. <laughs> um, so, so fun. I wish I could definitely find the photos, but it would take a bit too much time. Um, but I definitely try to make a type of Christmas cookie every year. I also, ooh, what? Oh, shit. Last year, I also did deviled eggs. And I think this year I have to do deviled eggs again and tra- <laughs> traveling to Lethbridge for Christmas time and trying to keep everything organized and not smushed it's also stressful but I do have like a method now I've got like I don't have a specific little egg carrier but I have a way to, that I can do it that worked last year and I think i got to make like twice as much this year because deviled eggs just go but there's gonna be fewer people I don't know I'm just again I'm just trying to like sort things out in my head before Christmas but I'm it's gonna happen and it's going to be awesome. and Everything's going to work out just, just fine. So maybe that's another Christmas tradition that I do. That I make deviled eggs. This is delicious. And I'm proud of myself once again. <laughs> um, well, I think that's pretty close to time. Well... Everyone, that concludes episode 116 of Kitty Liquor. That's L-I-Q-U-O-R. Don't get it twisted. Um, what do you think about my outfit? <laughs> it's... I, I love it. And like I said, I have it in like a pink velvet too. And I'm happy that I ordered two because uh, I think they might have even made it in a third color. But anyway, so I've got lots of like really cute stuff in this recent order that I'm going to be able to wear. Um, how many... I don't, I can't, I don't want to take my glove off again. I think I've got two more uh, episodes of Kitty Liquor in December. So exciting. And I'll be back with another funky outfit for episode 117. (laughs) And more, I don't know, Christmas hot topics. Um, Maybe an update, a studio update, because a lot's going to be happening in the next week. Uh, And then it's going to be a waiting game for all the things that I'm ordering because it is that time of year where getting things delivered is going to take a little extra time especially where I get my parcels they're so backed up like literally packages to the ceiling and if you get a parcel card you have to wait like two or three days to pick it up because they have to wait to process the first ones before they can get to yours and so it's a little bit crazy but it's The most (laughs) wonderful time of the year. And it's freaking stressful and gay happy meetings. (laughs) I might be more on my Christmas carol game in the next episode. The closer we get to Christmas, the more stressed out I am. (sighs) No, I feel like the closer I get, the more organized I'll feel too. Like I haven't even started rapping yet anyway it's all gonna be fine like i said we're gonna work it out thank you for tuning in i hope you love this episode (laughs) leave your comments down below um this recipe i'm not going to put in the description box because it's super super straightforward and um white claw black cherry and spirulina lemonade and really you can make this recipe with any kind of lemonade this is especially good though but it's also like less sweet so keep that in mind as well. And use a cherry candy cane, not a peppermint one. Not to say the peppermint would be bad, but it wouldn't be as good as this. Thank you all for tuning in. How many times have I said that? Um, make sure you like this video and subscribe. If you're listening to this podcast, there is a video version on YouTube. And in case you are traveling and you don't want to watch the video version, you can download the audio version. So no matter where you are or where you're listening, you can you don't have to miss an episode also subscribe my kitty liquor podcast channel with cat wonders is still um fairly new and i would appreciate your subscription thanks so much for watching and i'll see you in the next video episode wherever you're following me i'll see you soon